Welcome to the Profit Powerhouse Podcast, the ultimate resource for business success and growth. I'm your host, Glenn Poulos, and I'm thrilled to be joining you on this exciting journey. Currently, I hold the position of VP and GM of NWS Canada. Additionally, I take pride in being the author of the critically acclaimed book, Never Sit in the Lobby. Throughout this podcast, my mission is crystal clear, to equip you with the strategies and insights you need to not only establish a strong presence in front of your clients, but also to take meaningful action and maintain that position. After all, being a pleasure to do business with is the key to fostering lasting connections in the corporate world. Together, we'll explore the art of not just building a successful and profitable company, but also cultivating a high-performing team that's capable of achieving remarkable results. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or anyone looking to excel in the world of commerce, this podcast is tailored to help you thrive. If you're eager to be part of the conversation, I encourage you to visit my website, navigate to the podcast section where you can sign up and stay updated and participate in the show. Our episodes typically run for a duration of 30 to 40 minutes, ensuring you get a compact yet insightful dose of valuable information. So get ready to unleash your profit powerhouse potential. Join me on this podcast as we delve into the strategies, stories, and secrets that will drive your success. Remember, your journey to becoming an influential person and prosperous business leader starts right now. Welcome to the Profit Powerhouse Podcast, where we dive deep into the world of business, entrepreneurship, and success. I'm your host, Glenn Poulos, and today we have an extraordinary guest who's a titan in the world of sports and business. David Meltzer is a legendary sports executive, a former CEO of Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency, the very inspiration behind the movie Jerry Maguire. Recognized by Variety Magazine as their Sports Humanitarian of the Year and awarded the Ellis Island Medal of Honor, He's a man who wears many hats, an entrepreneur, investor, business coach, and an executive producer of hit shows like Two Minute Drill and Office Hours on Apple TV, as well as Entrepreneur's number one digital business show, Elevator Pitch. Let's give a warm welcome to the phenomenal David Meltzer. Welcome, David. Wow, what a great introduction. Thank you, Glenn. (laughs) You're welcome. It's great to have you on the show and uh, nice to catch up with you again. So, um so I know your background's in law, and I'd just love to know how you went from law to sports management, and when maybe when you made the change, why you made the change, and how that's how that's been. Probably exciting, I can imagine. So it's amazing, you know. If I had to connect the back, dots backwards and would have known what it took to get to where I am today, not only would I have never believed it, but I'm not sure I would have done it. Uh, I grew up with like a lot of kids under the guise of doctor, lawyer, or failure. So I ended up being in law school to appease my mother. But as I graduated law school, I was uh, always seeking to make a lot of money. So it didn't matter how. Uh, And I'm lucky that I had two opportunities, one to be an oil and gas litigator. The other was to sell and to as an expert in legal research, as a law student, to sell legal research in 1992 on the Internet at a time where even my mom said, the internet was a fad, or Justice Scalia had said that people will never do research on a computer. They need books. Uh, So I went against the grain and I took the sales job, uh, which led me to a big exit in 1995, uh, being a part of West Publishing merger with Thomson Reuters for $3.4 billion. And that led me to the Silicon Valley where I made a name for myself, not only as a key executive in technology, but also 
a very capable fundraiser in Sand Hill Road. And those two aspects of what I've done with a combination of being a sports uh, executive, meaning in the respect of sponsorship, endorsements, advertising, as I was CEO of Samsung's phone division in 1999 at 31, attracted Lee Steinberg to me to run his sports agency because he saw the future in sports in venture capital technology. And although there was millions of frustrated athletes like myself that wanted to be involved in sports because they just couldn't make the professional ranks, uh, he saw a unique aspect that at the highest level, I had raised hundreds of millions of dollars. I had been a key executive of huge technology companies for over a decade from the internet to middleware to hardware. And that combination led me to run the most notable sports agency in the world and then partner with Warren Moon to create a global sports marketing company. And through those relationships and my knowledge has led me over the last six years, as you mentioned in my bio, to get into media content, movies, TV shows, uh, speaking, coaching, book writing, whatever else it is I do today. But the nice thing about today is I do it for a different mission, not just to make a lot of money, but to help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. I'm on a mission to empower over a billion people on earth to build a community of people that want to help each other, know people that can help each other to do the same, to create abundance, to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, have a lot of fun, to be happy. Nice. I mean, I in reading some of your background, I saw that you talk about empowering people to be happy. And how do you integrate this mission into, into your business ventures? And um, it seems like one of your core values for sure. Yeah, I think that's a great question. A lot of people don't ask about the how part. And for me, it's understanding what I'm empowering people with. One, four key values of gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and effective communication. Uh, gratitude gives people perspective, forgiveness, ease, accountability, control, and effective communication clears the interference between them and their potential that creates uh, this great inspiration to live in spirit. And then I teach five daily practices of knowing what to do today, knowing what's important today in a trajectory of where you think you want to be in the future and teach them to give the meaning of the past. So four practices, uh, values, five practices of trajectory and meaning, and then an execution model. I teach how do you actually bring it to market, materialize it, manifest it, monetize it, take it to market. And so within the context of values, daily practices, and execution, empowering people with pragmatic tools, with the mindset, heart set, and hand set that's necessary in order to be efficient, effective, and statistically successful, utilizing time as a dependent variable to be productive, accessible, and gracious in that journey. Uh, I have built quite a large community of people that are here to help one another and know people that can help each other in this mission of creating a collective consciousness of abundance so that everybody makes a lot of money, helps a nice. lot of people and has a lot of fun. No more living as a victim in a world of not enough or just enough. No more buying what you don't need to impress people what you don't like, but instead living in this world that I empower people to live in, a world of more than enough of everything for everyone. Wow, that's awesome. Just recap that one more time is gratitude, accountability. And I just want to. Yeah, uh, so gratitude gives you perspective. Yeah. Forgiveness gives you ease. Yeah. Accountability gives you control. And effective communication clears uh, yeah. the interference between you and your potential to live right. in spirit, inspired every day.
Yeah, that that I really love that. That's amazing. I love that. And uh I, you know, shameless plug for myself. But I mean, I I have different different uh, um, sort of definitions or different titles for them. But I mean, I really latch on to the gratitude. The you know, I talk about active listening, showing empathy, uh, forgiveness, and all those things. And uh, I mean, I really think you you've hit on something there. And uh, and I mean, are there other key qualities that you think uh, make a make a successful entrepreneur um, in addition to those? Yeah, yeah I I think there's five capabilities that we need to incentivize an entrepreneur with. And the first is time. You know, in order to be a great entrepreneur, you have to utilize time in a productive, accessible, and gracious manner. Uh, those who are most productive, those who add the most value are the most successful. So I put time, or I call it student of the calendar first. Two, being honest with themselves. Uh, we can't give other people what we don't have. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs lie to themselves, lie to others, oversell, back-end sell, manipulate and cheat. And they wonder why after taking those shortcuts, they have to go to the back of the line and never get to the front of the line. Uh, the third one is accessibility and engagement. Uh, I think understanding the characteristics of consistent, persistent pursuit by being accessible and engaged as much as possible uh, is a great attribute as, as well. Um, and then just understanding asking for help, uh, which is a main criteria of a great entrepreneur. The easiest and fastest way to get to where you want to be is to find someone who's already in that position and ask them for directions, ask them for help, while still, like most entrepreneurs, helping other people get to where they want to be as well. And so within the context of all five of these things, we're able to inspire, incentivize entrepreneurs to create abundance in their life so that they don't quit. The other thing that I do teach is uh, the reconciliation between you know, being ferocious every day towards what you want, but surrendering to outcomes, realizing that the outcomes that we receive daily, that humans are not capable of understanding or knowing what those outcomes are. So they immediately put judgments and conditions, good or bad outcomes, where, where they need to focus is on the pursuit of those outcomes and surrender to the outcomes, knowing that all outcomes of good behavior are good, all outcomes of bad behavior are bad. It's just a matter of time until the revelation, the revealing of the correct value of that outcome. And I'll use as an example, an outcome that a lot of entrepreneurs like myself have experienced called bankruptcy. Nice. Uh, and I lost over $100 million in 2008 and when I walked to go tell my mom I was bankrupt, lost over $100 million and even lost her house because I didn't take my name off of her title, uh, I, at that time, uh, realized I am not capable of understanding how in what world this outcome is anything but punishment. But here I am 15 years later, making yeah. more money than I ever have, helping more people than I ever have and help and having more fun than I ever had. And but for the lessons that I learned through gratitude, empathy, accountability and effective communication, I would not have been promoted and protected to the place that I am today. Although the bigger lesson that I learned through bankruptcy was I am not capable of understanding or knowing outcomes when they occur. I need to stick to knowing good behavior eventually creates good outcomes. Bad behavior eventually creates bad outcomes. And if I'm consistent in my good behavior, persistent without quitting in my good behavior, and I do it long enough, 
eventually it'll tell me all its secrets. It'll level me up. It'll tell me my cheat codes and everything becomes easy in my life. And everyone defines me now as being lucky. Well, I'm an overnight success. It's taken me about 35 years to be an overnight <laughs> success, but I am one and I'm me the too. luckiest man yeah. you'll ever meet. Yeah, that's awesome. In your opinion, what's some of the big mistakes or biggest mistake an aspiring entrepreneur makes? Two mistakes. One, not asking for help. We mentioned yeah. already. I yeah. think too too many people, no matter what age we are, we just think it's not humble to ask for help when to me, it's a display of radical humility to ask someone, especially with the accessibility that we have today and the awareness that we have today. It's so easy to find experts like you, Glenn, for example. It's so much easier today than it was 20 years ago to find you and say, hey man, I need help in sales negotiation, business insight, whatever it may be. Can you help me, Glenn? And we don't even realize how much value it adds. I think the second mistake is the behavioral attachment that I talked about earlier. Too many uh, entrepreneurs attach their emotions to outcomes, and so they quit. And mm. they don't realize, and there's a million poems and, and uh, different uh, quotes out there about quitting, but it's a mathematical equation for me. You know, you are never going to fail if you quit. Will you have shortages, voids, obstacles, pains, setbacks? Absolutely. But there's only one criteria of failing, that's quitting. And so too many people, they quit at the very worst time. You know, 99% of the people will quit before they're 25% of the way there. And then in half amount of time, they get to 50% of the way there. 99% of that 1% will quit before they get to 50% of the way there. Meanwhile, in even right. a shorter amount of time, they'll get to 100% of the way there. And 99% of that 1% quits before they get to 100%. And it's that 1% of the 1% of the 1% that ends up going to 200% of the way there, 400% of the way there, 800% of the way there. And those are the people that they call overnight successes. Yeah. Those are the people they call lucky. And the mathematical equation of luck, Glenn, as you know, is what I pay attention to and what I give intention to, what I think, say, do, believe, and feel in alignment with where I think I want to be, it equals the coincidences to get me to where I want to be or even better. So attention plus intention equals coincidence. Don't quit before you get to see the coincidence. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I love the way you've like formalized so many, many, everything's very formulaic in what you do. And, and I can see how you go back to the basics. I mean, I'm sure when you meet challenges, you know, you, you pull up your little rule book you've got going here and you go back to the basics and keep, keep executing on that. It's amazing. And uh, so on a little bit of a different note, I mean, what's your approach to sort of the work life balance and how has that evolved over your career? What a great question. So initially I believe you balance was achievable. And I took four different buckets to balance my life, personal, experiential, giving and receiving. And my goal every day was to spend 25% of my life in personal stuff, 25% in the experiential stuff, 25% in the giving and 25% in the, in the receiving. I evolved from there to say, that's not realistic. You can't live every day in a perfect balance of 25%. Therefore, I'm going to work within the context of a weighted balance. Someday I'm going to have 90% experience, 90% giving, 80% receiving. Whatever it is, I'm going to have weighted balances. And when I'm old, it'll all equate out to 25, 25, 25, and 25. Well, now I'm getting old. 
And as we get older, we learn more. And the more that we learn, the more that we learn, there's more to learn, uh, which is a great challenge of getting old. It, great wisdom is inherent within the context of understanding what we don't know uh, and continues to grow if we continue to learn. Uh, but more importantly, what I have now evolved to, and I'm sure I'll evolve to something else. I'm only in my mid fifties. When I get to my sixties, seventies, or eighties, what I've evolved to today is called harmony. And so regardless of any type of balance, what my main objective is in the different criteria of my life day by day in a trajectory of where I want to be in the future by learning or giving meaning to the light, the love, and the lessons of the past is I just want to live in harmony. I then shift my paradigm instead of utilizing my time to get more happy, more healthy, more wealthy, more worthy in the context of my four values or directives. I now realize I am. I am happy. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am worthy. What am I doing to interfere with my harmony? of my health, wealth, worthiness, and, and, and such. And so for me, understanding harmony day by day in a trajectory of humility of where I think I want to be or better with faith that I'm being protected and promoted by the light, the love, and the lessons, setbacks, failures, mistakes, struggles, defining moments, historical relevances of my past, all aligned with where I want to be or better in a harmonious system of gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and effective communication, allowing me to live in harmony the majority of the time. See, I spend minutes and moments outside of harmony, not days, weeks, months, and years. And I don't try to achieve the unachievable of some sort of balance or weighted balance. I simply am trying to achieve harmony. I love that. That's amazing. Um, you've given me some really great things to think about. I mean, what's the best way for people to reach out and uh, learn more about you and you know, what you do, how, what you offer and things like that? So, Well, thank you. I, two, two ways. Uh, number one, for your community, I want to offer my book. I want to sign my books, send it to you, pay for shipping and the book. So go ahead and email me david at dmeltzer.com. If you want the values, practices, or execution model, email me. I email back myself, david at dmeltzer.com. First name, David. First initial D. Meltzer's like seltzer with an M. David at dmeltzer.com. And if you forget all of that, then go ahead and Google me, David Meltzer. And I'm blessed to have huge community on every single platform. It will direct you to your favorite platform if you Google David Meltzer, and I'm happy to be of service or value. We do free Friday trainings. We go live, do Ask Me Anythings every day, Q&A every day. We are interested in helping others to help others, to build a community of people that want to help each other and know people that can help each other. Wow, that's amazing. It's been great having you on the Profit Powerhouse podcast and uh, really appreciate your time today and look forward to catching up with you again real soon. Thanks a lot, David. Absolutely. We'll see a collision in Toronto. Glad oh, yeah. what a pleasure it was. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank Be you. more interested than interesting. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of the Profit Powerhouse podcast. Your support and engagement means the world to us. If you're brimming with expertise and eager to join us, navigate to my website at glenpoolis.com forward slash podcast and go to the Be A Guest section to connect with us. Don't keep this information to yourself. Please share this podcast on your favorite social media platforms to empower your network with the strategies and wisdom you've gained. Your feedback fuels our growth. 
please take a moment to rate and review the Profit Powerhouse podcast wherever you listen. Your input helps us to continually refine our content to serve you better. Remember, our mission is your success. We've committed to providing you with the tools and insights to drive your business forward, and we're excited to have you on this journey with us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes, hit the subscribe button, and let's stay connected. Reach out to me on social media and continue the conversation and stay inspired. For resources and information, visit my website at glenpoolis.com. And before we sign off, remember, I'm Glenn Poulos and reminding you that your potential as a business leader is limitless. Thank you for being a part of this podcast where your success story begins.